Welcome to Veg Out, Toronto's vegetarian podcast. We are a collective of vegans and vegetarians who love to talk about all things veg in the GTA. You can hear us on Met Radio, 1280 AM Campus Community Radio, based in downtown Toronto. And you can find us on Instagram at Veg Out Podcast TO. My name is Barbie, and today I'm joined by Jen, as well as Emily, who's the owner of Sausage Party, as well as Auntie M's Coffee and Deli in Toronto. Today we're going to be chatting with her about both of those places as well as the numerous other ventures that she's undertaking and how on earth she finds the energy for all of it. But first, of course, we have some veg news. And of course, there is the Sausage Party Valentine's Day party coming up on February 10th, but we're going to wait to let Emily give you all of those details later on in the podcast. The other, uh, the only other event on my radar is the Vegan Baking Group event, which is going to be Saturday, February 17th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sort of in the theme of Valentine's Day, we are going to be having chocolate as the theme. And that doesn't mean that it has to be super chocolatey, but basically anything involving chocolate. So if that sounds like fun to you, you can RSVP to tvabaking at gmail.com. And I should mention that is going to be at the OCAD Food Court building, which is on McCall Street near Dundas. Jen, anything else on your radar? Well, I guess maybe more of a news item, but just to let everyone know in case they haven't already, but Odd Burgers opened up a location in Oshawa, which is great. Anyone visiting in the Oshawa area. So they opened up uh, this past January 13th. They're located at 212 Ritson Road North. And uh, so you can check them out. And they have another location that is opening up at the end of the month, which is kind of cool. It's going to be on campus at Western University. I don't know the date, but yeah, that's actually, that's really cool that uh, the campus is is opening up. uh, So we'll stay tuned for that info. Okay, so let's get into chatting with you, Emily. And the first obvious question for for any sad soul that's listening who has not been to Auntie M's or had sausage parties food before, can you tell our listeners a little bit about each of them? You know, like what's the difference between them? Why do you have these two separate businesses? Um, and where can they find both of you, both of them? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Sausage Party has been going for seven years, seven very eventful years. I can't even believe it. Um, and in 2022, we um, moved into a new production kitchen um, on St. Clair, which is now Auntie M's Deli. It had a fantastic storefront and um, always been the dream to open up a storefront. And it just didn't seem like the right place to open up a Sausage Party storefront. It was like, I saw it and I was like, no, this is like a coffee deli kind of vibe. Mm. Um, and so we went all in. So um, so we moved in on uh, what day would it have been? Like the 1st of November, maybe the 31st of October. And then literally the next day. So we started 
production. <laughs> so me and my coworker Steph, like that's how intense our production schedule was at that time. I was also pregnant. <laughs> and so it was um, all go, go, go. Um, but the main difference is um, like at the storefront is that you can buy the sausage body products. You can buy um, a hot dog and a Big Mac and a bunch of other different kinds of sandwiches and deli um, deli meats. But, um, but yeah, it's our production kitchen for sausage party. And then the shop front is like really different than sausage party. It's like um, baked goods. Um, like lots of sweet treats, coffee. Yeah. It's funny that you said you can't, or like you can't believe that it's already been seven years because when you said seven years, I was like, it's only seven years. Like (laughs) I literally, like, I feel like I don't remember Toronto without sausage party because like you're everywhere. You're like every single vegan event, even once outside of Toronto. I really can't believe it's only been seven years. That's wild. (laughs) it's always just been so much fun. I honestly like love what I do so, so much. It, it, I'm never bored. And obviously cause I like, I do yeah. it all, but, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's just such a joy being able to do something that you love every day. And that's why it's so fun. And that's why I keep doing it. Cause I honestly get so much satisfaction. Um, and it's such hard work. You really couldn't do it if you didn't love it. <laughs> And what's Amazing. what's the transition been like going from all the number of pop-ups that you were doing to having a brick and mortar store? Has that been an easy transition or does it feel like two different worlds balancing those? Oh, I don't even know where to begin. It's so <laughs> different. Um, sausage party, you can kind of do all the work and then hit the brakes and then actually have a break. Whereas like the consistency of having the shop open, like we're open five days a week is like a mountain that just like never ends. It's like bigger than Everest some days it feels. Um, so this being our first full year of Annie M's, I wanted to make sure that the shop was safe, that we had enough, uh, you know, savings essentially to get us through the winter. Like traditionally it's like a lot wider in the winter time, especially in Toronto. Um, yeah, so I hustled hard this year. Well, last year I said yes to everything. I called up all my backups, like all the pop-ups. I started hosting my own stuff um, just to try and network to to get that organic growth of the shop kind of happening. But, yeah, the transition's been hard and I've been doing this for 20 years and I thought I would be fine and it would be so easy. Um, but, no, <laughs> it wasn't like there's just there's always something that needs fixing. There's always questions from co-workers it's a it's a heavy workload but um like I was just saying before I love it so much that you just keep learning and it's like an industry where you never stop learning so it's really cool and now like I know things about like fridge compressors and like <laughs> random stuff that I never thought I would I would know about so <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> That's cool. And you said you said you've been in the industry for for 20 years. So were you like, were you sort of trained as a chef? And that's how you got into this? I wasn't. So I started working in kitchens when I was 15 and my first job washing dishes like many folks do. Um, and then um, just kept working in restaurants, like worked in coffee shops. And then I moved to the UK um, when I was about 20 and uh, started working in pastry kitchens. Um, so I was a pastry cook for lots of years in the UK Um and then moved back to Australia, kept working in kitchens and then just kind of like was always bouncing between front of house and back of house. So it's just like pretty rare. Um, not that many people can kind of like handle the pressures of both sides of the, <laughs> of the, of the ball game, I suppose. But, um, but I always really loved it. And so I think those are the kind of um, experiences that really have set me up for success or like 
like the pressures of of what like owning mm. a small business is because right. it's like a little more rounded um yeah working with people but then also having like to prep and know like organization and and that kind of side of it yeah so you just learned like on the job kind of which is pretty impressive on the job, yeah doing what you do right like you're making vegan versions of things and yeah that's that that's really impressive the pop-ups are just so exciting so like when we very first started um my the co-founder of sausage party and my ex-girlfriend jen um we were both working in kitchens and we were just like let's do a pop-up um and so we did the first one um it was a pie and mash pop-up actually pie and mash Um, Pie and mash, yeah. it was British pie and mash. Um, we were vegetarian at the time, so it was vegetarian, and we had like a, a vegan uh, seafood one, and we used the king shrimp in the, oh, in the vegan pie. Wow. It was so yeah. cool. Um, yeah, we did it at, um, I don't know if you guys remember the Steady. It was like a queer bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were friends with the owner, and so we did our donuts. first pop-up there. So, yeah, donuts, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then we started doing our pop-ups at breweries um, and then little by little and then about just six months into doing Sausage Party, we um, we quit our jobs and we're just like, let's wow. just go for it. Yeah, I'm a bit of a <laughs> risk taker. <laughs> so I was just like, let's just do it and, like, see what happens. Oh, to be so young again. Seven years feels like I'm 18. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, you just have to kind of say yes. You really have to lean in. I feel like I'm, I'm a little more cautious, a little more now, or like I kind of know more of the risks now, but I think like to start up any business, you just have to really believe in yourself and like, just like go for it. Say yes a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I guess having for myself, having been to Auntie M's and a number of your pop-ups with Sausage Party, you definitely have a huge and amazing menu of items that you've created over the past number of years, including so first of all, I'll just say I went through your Instagram and started to list all of the things that you've made, which took pages. <laughs> yeah. But it's I don't all, even know. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah. all sorts of sweet treats, baked sandwiches, salads, hot dogs, burgers, breakfast special, specials, uh, soup, coffee beverages, just to name a few. Plus your entire <laughs> sausage party lineup mm. of deli meats. So I'm very curious, what <laughs> is your favorite thing to make if you can oh my goodness oh (laughs) it's like honestly like my children I like doing, yeah. Um, I'm really lucky. My coworker Steph um, loves production, um, mm-hmm. so she actually makes all the seitan now. Um, oh, I like to jump from job to job to job, so I like the small jobs that feel like satisfying quickly. <laughs> um, but I love making cookies. Like cookies are just so much fun because they're so satisfying. Um, we make trays like it is still production. Like for the volume we kind of do, we we started off, you know, making like twenty at a time, and now we probably make like about a hundred at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but cookies are always fun. Always fun to make. It's never a bad time making cookies. Like I'm sure you can both agree. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you get to like taste yeah. them. You got to make sure they like <laughs> taste great. You got to sample. Yeah. And I guess maybe just to add to that, like thinking of all the vegan versions of things, what's been the hardest thing to make mm. from all, all of your menu items? Or I guess maybe what's the easiest, the flip side? I'm not sure which is the easier question to answer. I have something in mind that I think is going to be the answer. <laughs> I I think I understand Satan like so much because I've worked with like gluten so much that like I can 
really think of a recipe and like almost get it like the first time if we do specials that kind of thing um with like a little Mm. like tweaking like maybe the next round it's almost how I expect it to be and like with how much like experience I have in Satan like I would hope so but um but it's the croissants that we make at the deli um I'm curious Barbie what did you think it was gonna be yeah oh I was going to say that because the most memorable thing I feel like that I've had from you is the scotch egg. Oh, the scotch egg. Yeah, oh, yeah so scotch that egg. was going to be my guess. I still have people but... asking you about the scotch egg. The oh, scotch egg's going to yeah. come back as a special at some point, eh? <laughs> we'll have to cut that out of this episode so nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the croissants, yeah, that's a lot of work. The croissants, yeah. So I've made um, like dairy croissants before, like back in the day, but uh, making the vegan ones were just so different because um, of how many varieties of butter there is. Like oh, all the butter has kind of like a different fat content. I also, um, with like product testing, I also realized that if you use salted or unsalted, it leads to completely different results. And oh, um, yeah. just like how absolutely essential, like the proofing time uh, is for for the croissants, like our, our oven, um, sorry, our kitchen gets really hot when the oven's on Mm. and then the temperatures like fluctuate a lot which is like not where you want to be in pastry um but I feel like I was product testing for about a year before we sold it any before I like gave out any and then I uh probably for a couple of weeks I gave that for free to get feedback from Uh people and then now I look back I was doing uh, my end of year like thanks for a great year and I saw pictures of croissants when when, like I first started making them and then I was just so happy because like knowing of the croissants that we make now it's it's really nice seeing like progress like that I I love progress (laughs) they are so, so amazing <laughs> it was so good I haven't oh had a goodness. croissant like that in ages and I was like really tasting the outside and the inside I was really <laughs> really oh. enjoying every moment of the croissant so you have perfected it oh, absolutely thank you, Jen. <laughs> I think like I've got like a mega sweet tooth and so uh we use maple in the like egg eggy veg oh, whatever yeah. in the egg wash so we use like a 50 50 oat milk and maple um egg wash to get That's nice shiny and brown but it's like the little sweetness so even if you have it because we also do like a ham and cheese croissant even if you have it like savory you get like a little sweetness but not too much like a maple syrup like smoky delicious sugar yeah <laughs> it is per- oh so good whenever I, I think was- something's missing maple syrup is the answer <laughs> I was really outside and I was like oh my gosh this like this hint of sweetness it just oh yes I was very 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 happy (laughs) I'm sure that anyone listening now is like really wants to head for the croissant so just out of curiosity because I think are there specific days when they're always there like how does like does your menu rotate or like are the croissants um we have them every day um on the weekends we always do like specials so sometimes we'll have um we'll have like cherry cheesecake danishes um where this week we're doing cheese and caramelized onion um like rolls like a like a cinnamon Mm -hmm. bun but but with caramelized onion and cheese in the middle so very good time but with croissant it's like out of control oh gosh sorry did you say this weekend like okay so for those of you listening too bad for those of you listening because we're airing this in a couple weeks but i'm gonna put that on my calendar for this weekend this this weekend saturday and sunday uh saturday and sunday yeah okay (laughs) that sounds really good 
Oh, so good. So I guess really just following up to that is knowing all the time that you spend making all of these sweet treats and savory items. When you get home at the end of the day, what do you make? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so at the moment, like I go and pick up our um, baby from daycare. She goes to daycare three days a week. So I pick her up at like 4.30. So I get home pretty early. Um, but pretty like simple food, actually, like during the week. Like sometimes I'll like meal prep, like a bit of stuff. Um what do I like right now? Like I'm cooking like a green curry, for example. I love curry. I love Asian food. I love spicy food. Um, yeah, like obviously us in Toronto, like my flavors like change with the seasons. Um, I also get like a produce box um, each week. So oh. I kind of like it's nice to be like driven by like what we kind of get each week. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots of fresh food and like essentially pretty simple food, to be honest, um, because I'm around sugar all day. Not like I snack <laughs> quite a bit at work. <laughs> and like, you know, kimchi, grilled cheese, and, like breakfast sandwich, like I could basically eat every day. Um, <laughs> so yeah like I like like quinoa salads we like noodle bowls yeah yeah I'm just always curious when you have someone like a chef cook who's like cooking all day what is it that they like gravitate to when they come home is it completely different or not but it sounds like it's just simple fresh ingredients yeah I like like I like fresh when I come home um because we don't like oh no let's not do that (laughs) um yeah just like fresh fresh basically yeah. Uh, also, my, my partner does a lot of the cooking at home. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah, I'm really, really lucky. My partner yeah. is a great cook. Um, and, yeah, they do most of the, the cooking at oh, home. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so switching gears a little bit, of course, we you have to tell us um, how, you know, running two businesses seems like enough work for most people. And you've already sort of touched on that. Um, so what made you want to branch out and start doing all these other events that you're doing now? And like, how do you keep up still doing the markets and pop-ups while also keeping NTMs stocked and and running? Mm -hmm. It's, um, I think because I've grown everything like fairly slowly, it's just kind of like, I haven't picked it all up in one go. Um, it's just kind of been like adding layers to, you know, what sausage party and RNMs is, um, but I just kind of wanted to do like smaller events with um, with my friends, like, you know, and especially like I do so many events, <clears throat> vegan, not vegan, like in Toronto, out of Toronto. And there's so many small businesses. There's, there's no more passionate people than small business owners. And mm. I love small business so much. So like giving that platform to like my small business pals to like showcase their incredible stuff that they do. Um, it has always been really important to me, but, um, but I think growing the the event side of it was, is, just feels so natural. Um, huh. it, it's not hard because I've been around, I've been a part of it for so long um, that it wasn't, like, of course it's hard because I feel like I really want everyone to be successful. I want there to be good turnouts, um, which there always is. So thank you so much. <laughs> um, I think I've just, I've added things slowly. It is a, it is a big workload, <laughs> but I really enjoy it. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I juggle it, to be honest. Sometimes <laughs> when I, when I hit the brakes or when like going back to like seeing what uh, I was doing my like 2023 recap and I was just like, holy moly, I've done a lot this year. The events are getting really, really fun though. This one that we're, we're planning for, uh, for February 
for the Valentine's market is um, the funnest yet. It's the biggest yet. And I'm so excited. It's um, kind of like combining a few things as well. We do the Leslieville Farmers Market every Sunday. So uh, the owners of the Redwood Theatre have been coming to visit us and they're vegan. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, so wanted us to do an event at their theatre and then I was just this was uh like end of end of last year kind of uh probably like November-ish we started planning it um and yeah now I was just like oh this fits perfectly because it's a nice cozy space for um for the Valentine's market um yeah do you want to tell us a little bit more do you have any sort of like teasers what that's going to be like who's going to be there Gosh, so so exciting it's the biggest one yet so we've got 25 vendors um Woo. which is like really really cute the last one had 12 so I've basically wow. doubled um, wow I know it's really cool um so folks coming from Ottawa little Joberries <laughs> um <laughs> also we've got Madison Collins who was at the um at the worst market that we had at the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies Clubhouse so she does tufting oh, and then so cool. food we've got the cuties hearty hooligan coming ampersand bakehouse we've never worked with before they are in the east end they're on the Danforth um they specialize in like cupcakes and cakes and they just look stunning they but I need their buttercream recipe because it looks so fluffy um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend that um brand new he's making uh kettle chips so small things like that you're just like oh like kettle chips sure but then vegans no not all chips are vegan but these ones delicious we started selling them at rnm's as well they're um they're like sweet and salty like crunchy delicious yeah we've also got some like artisan um vendors um for the for the valentine's market as well um yeah it's kind of all coming it's all coming together i think uh stay tuned to the facebook event page um where i'll be putting all of the um the vendors up on there and obviously like on our instagram awesome and just yeah. a reminder for everyone so that's saturday february 10th 11 to 4th the redwood theater which is in the east end east end yeah on gerard Great. Yeah, I can't wait to go. Yay. And I guess I have, uh, I guess, a couple questions left for you. And yeah. one is mainly, um, what's been the community experience like having ATMs at uh, St. Clair West or even your pop-ups wherever you do them? What's been sort of the feedback from the community? Are you interacting with like both vegans and non-vegans? Are non-vegans giving you feedback? I'm just curious what the experience has been like. It is like, honestly, makes me like want to cry because I'm I'm so happy. Community where we are has been so, so lovely. It's a really different, uh, like, demographic than where we used to be. Our old production kitchen was at King and Bathurst. So that it's really, really different. But um, vegan, non-vegan, old, young, families, queer cuties, just, like, everyone. A lot of people, like, making their pilgrimage for, like, sausage party customers, um, which is really, really cute. But, um, But I honestly, I thought... This January is going to be so quiet. Um, I was really, really scared, and we've been so busy this whole week. This is um, this is the second week into January when we're yeah. filming this, and um, yeah, we've been so busy. And I'm just like so happy. The community is just like you know really looking after us which is just really important. Like it's so important to look yeah. after your like vegan businesses and small businesses everywhere, mm-hmm. but like vegan businesses because we're losing so many of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but it's been really nice and it's really nice to um, have conversations about veganism with people who come in just to get a coffee and then I'm kind of like oh we don't use dairy milk and then you know me kind of explaining like oat milk's great it's really fluffy you can get like great like milk foam um yeah having those conversations people being like oh go on and then yeah. seeing them come <laughs> back again you know like low-key activism <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. that's Actually, how it yeah, starts it's really yeah, nice. yeah it's so great you go ahead um my next door neighbor um has been in the building for like 30 years 40 years um she's a lovely italian woman and um and she came over she said she had a vegan grandson coming to stay with oh. her and so she came into the shop and was like explaining to um i was like explaining to her like all about vegan cheeses and everything and it's it's really nice. Like, so there's, you know, there's, there's room to grow, but, um, but yeah, we have snuggled in nicely. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear. The night of your pizza party. I don't know if you knew this. There was, um, a, a, a friend, actually it was, uh, one of our co-hosts brother that I ran into there and he had come, we were talking about the pilgrimage. He works in Scarborough, lives at Young and Finch. This is like not by car, by transit. So he came after work from Scarborough all the way to Auntie M's, got his pizza and then all the way up to Young and Finch. So I just, it's never lost on me. It's honestly <laughs> never ever lost on me. And I appreciate just everyone so, so much. Like, like that. I'm just like, thank you. You know, like, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate every single time I hear someone say that to me. Um, I have some customers that come from the beaches like once a month and they come, they That's come amazing. early traffic and I'm like you know like yeah it's it's really I'm really really lucky to have uh such strong support from uh from the community yeah well it's really unique the things that you do right like you serve so many things that just literally are not and even in a city like Toronto where there's like so many you know the vegan scene is so big and you'd think but like yet there's still things like you just mentioned whatever those onion croissant rolls are this weekend. <laughs> like so many things that literally like nobody has sold yet in Toronto. So so it always makes it really exciting. And uh, and on that note, I know we just have a few minutes left, but um, do you have any other, no pressure, of course, but do you have any other things up your sleeve, upcoming plans for 2024, especially with the, the anniversary coming up of Auntie M's? There is always plans. Basically, <laughs> as soon as I solidify plans of one thing, I'm already halfway into two of the next things. Um, I think uh, I think watching the evolution of like putting on my own events is like really exciting, even for me, because sometimes oh, I don't even know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think uh, there is a lot of things coming. Um, I'm planning it's Sausage Party's birthday in March. Um, so we've got a cute thing planned for that. The details still to be confirmed. <laughs> so no real sneak peeks of that just yet. But um, but we've got that going. Um, can't wait for Pride. So June and Pride is also um, Arnie M's birthday, which I love bringing a little, a little queerness to our little Sinclair corner. That's always <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think uh, I think just keeping keeping veganism going strong. I think continuing to like you know try and be a part of the community as much as we can. I'm trying to not say yes to absolutely every single thing people ask of me this year. <laughs> but, New Year's um, resolution. <laughs> I know New Year's resolution. I need I need some time to sleep this time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, awesome. just just working on the shop. I think uh, I think having folks come to the shop and kind of like yeah, trying to uh, be the best, trying to be trying to do the best that we can. Exciting. Well, we'll look forward to the details of all those events, of course. So everyone, make sure that you are following. Um, do you want to just tell people a quick mention? What are your social media handles? Yeah, so uh, you can on Instagram, we're just Sausage Party Toronto. And then on uh, for Arnie M's or Arnie M's Deli. Um, Auntie with a Y, because I'm Australian yeah. and didn't realize we spell it with an I-E here. <laughs> um, and then exactly the same on Instagram, on uh, Facebook. Um, we also have our, our website, SausagePartyToronto.com. Awesome, great. Ta-da! <laughs> I have a question and we can decide whether we're going to like keep it or not. But my question to you, (laughs) I'm curious when or if we might see Vegemite enter into a menu item. Uh, Oh my God. Well, this might be a little sneak peek. Um, I've wanted to do it for so long. Um, The abbreviation for May 8 is mate. So maybe we might do a mate day. (laughs) That's amazing. We, I have done sausage sizzles. I don't know if you guys know what a sausage sizzle no, is. No, that is sausage sizzle at the shop before, and it was a massive flop. <laughs> <laughs> highs and lows. You got to have highs and lows. So yes. a, sausage, a sausage sizzle is um like a white piece of bread with caramelized onions and a sausage on it. So instead of like um, it's like a, a Aussie hot dog basically. Okay. So it's kind of the same thing. You get served like at like um the hardware stores and that kind of more for like <laughs> fundraisers. They're like two bucks normally. Um, yeah, I did that. And it was funny because I think like of the maybe 10 we sold that day, I think like five people were Australian or had been to Australia <laughs> and the other people were like super regular. So what I was like, yeah, order this. <laughs> <laughs> funny. But um, yeah, I really want to do a May 8, um, a mate theme day. Um, I'm actually going to Australia for a little vacation oh, next week. So awesome. I know. So I'm going to um, load up on my ideas and inspiration and bring some special treats back yeah oh oh deserve take that break yeah for sure well thank you so 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 much for joining us you've been listening to veg out toronto's vegetarian podcast you can listen to past episodes on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music iHeartRadio, and radio public remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode follow us on instagram at veg to and please consider leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen. Thanks to Matt Judge for our theme song. And until next time, veg out.